And just like that, I'm back. Welcome to the Life of Flacco, episode 41. I'm back in this bitch. I told y'all I was going to be back sooner than later. And due to unforeseen circumstances, uh, we back on road again uh, with the pod. Like I said, I'm putting the finishing touches on getting the uh, the stool ready so I can get back to um, get back to just a get back to not being on roll with the pod. But the last uh, episode uh, got a lot of great feedback. Seen the listenings, the listeners go through the roof on that. So I definitely uh, appreciate that. And as always, I want to shout out to uh, Nighttown Productions. Want to shout out to Manny. Shout out Trash, shout out B House, uh, who else? Uh, shout out Big Sleep. Matter of fact, I gotta get sleep uh, up on this uh, podcast. Matter of fact, I gotta get my nigga to send me some um, some more music so I can give y'all some more of this uh, shit. Say the dopest MC we got right now coming out of the Midwest. His name is Caesar. It's my man's, and I'm not just promoting him because he's my man, but the nigga can rap his ass off. He, whatever you want from him, he can do. They can give you bars, give you tracks about the ladies, give you the club banger, whatever you need, he can give it to you. So shout out to him. Like I said, uh, we episode 41 back on road. Now, last episode, we talked about some things. I got a chance to sit, finish the show Rhythm and Flow. I really fucking love the Rhythm and Flow show. I like... uh, even though it was a weekly show, um, like I said last week, I like that they came back with three uh, episodes. Uh, it was a total of 10 episodes, and they picked the winner and won too, mo- too dramatic in how they went with it and prolonged the show. Uh, so spoiler alert, <laughs> if you're listening to this episode, you haven't finished uh, Hustle and Flow, uh, this time you might want to uh, check out on a check out on the podcast and come back later. But the homie D Smoke one. I'm not mad at uh, D Smoke. Uh, the final four was uh, London B, Flawless Real Talk, D Smoke, and Troy Man. Out of the four, I thought uh, Troy Man was the weakest. Then um, second, London B. It was a toss up between me and Flawless uh, Real Talk. Uh, only thing I didn't like about Flawless Real Talk was his uh, his rap name. I think he's just good, went with flawless, kept off the real talk. Matter of fact, he might even want to scratch flawless, flawless. But it was a great fucking show, um, and that's the only thing I can say. It was a great fucking show. I thought I was a, le- a little leery coming in there. Uh, Cardi, she funny. Of course, she was gonna be Cardi. Uh, the fact that Chance was saying, uh, "I like that shit a lot." <laughs> After all, that was his like main comment. And critiques was I like that shit. I thought that was pretty funny. But uh, D Smoke, he kind of remind me of Kendrick. He from uh, Inglewood. Uh, he a little older than most. I think he like thirty three. But uh, I guess age don't matter in this game if you got a gift. But uh, it was definitely a great show. Um, yeah, I don't know what he gonna do though, because it's different with most shows. Because uh, they didn't really give him any type of uh, record uh, contract. They just gave him 250 pounds. So, uh, you know, we'll see if we hear from uh, D Smoke again, any music-wise. But I'm going to definitely uh, check for him. Um, I did like his raps. I think he think he talented. I think he can rap. 
I think he fit in a lot of different uh, pockets. So, um, yeah, it, it was the show was definitely exceeded all of my expectations. Um, like I said, the main thing that I liked about it was the fact that it was 10 episodes. And when they cut people, like, they was cutting in half. Like, it started with, uh, like, 30, then it went to 15, then it went to 8, then it went to 4, then it was like, bam, we're going to pick a winner out of you four. Like, first I thought they was going to extend it, like, cut two people, and then it's going to get another episode with the two people performing one more time. And then they make a decision after that. But I like that they gave them, like, this is your final performances. Then out of this four, we're going to pick a winner. And I think they picked uh I think they did a uh, good job. I'm definitely not mad at, uh, at who they who they chose, but definitely great, definitely great. Netflix definitely trying to step their game up with this uh, with this Disney Plus coming. Matter of fact, Disney Plus is set to drop on November 12th, and I can't even front. I'm sorry, y'all. Got to take a quick a quick squig of this. I can't even front, man. I'm gonna go ahead and fuck with the fuck with the Disney Plus, man. They're gonna give me Disney Plus, they're gonna give me Hulu, and they're gonna give me ESPN for like $12.99. So it's like it's a it's a good deal, but Netflix really did a good job. Um I still haven't watched the uh El Camino movie yet. Uh I got the Dolomite movie uh on a docket as well, but I fell back into repeated patterns. Fucking around with uh, watching The Office again, but uh, I'm definitely gonna get to El Camino. Definitely gonna get to the Dolomite movie, and this is other little off offshoot movie that I kind of read the premise for Rattlesnake. I'm gonna uh, check that out. Uh, I got, I believe it's uh, Tessa Thompson, or if it's not Tessa Thompson, it's the other uh, black actress that uh, that's that's light skinned that kind of uh, look like her. I forget her name at the moment, but. Um, yeah, it's not Tessa Thompson. It's the other uh, light-skinned chick that I'm thinking of. She was in um, she was in Lackawanna Blues. Uh, what else she was in that y'all probably familiar with her from? I think she was in for Color Girls, too. But, yeah, I can't think of her name uh, off the top of the dome right now. But uh, the premise of the movie was her uh, daughter got sick. And she somehow found, like, a cure to save her daughter, but it was a catch. Like, uh, now that she saved her daughter, she got 24 hours to kill a random uh, person. Are they going to take her daughter back or some other shit like that? Like, the the premise seemed uh, interesting to me. So, uh, I'm going to definitely check it out. But I'll probably check out uh, El Camino and uh, Dolomite before. uh, I mean, I'll probably check out uh, Rattlesnake before I check out uh, the other two. It seemed like it's just a little offshoot movie, but the other ones I feel like I got to be a little more uh, invested in as far as my uh, attention goes. But definitely happy with uh, with Hustle and Flow and how that, I mean, Hustle and Flow, I mean, excuse me, Hustle and Rhythm. Definitely, definitely tune back in for another season. Thought it was a nice uh, little show. Then I finally caught up on the fucking Wu-Tang show, man. The Wu-Tang show got a hold of me. I think I'm on episode 9 or 10, but I'm all the way caught up. So I'm hoping it's not going to be no big letdown. Because it looks like the Wu is finally forming 
But then they got like some offset, off-brand shit that probably just that they just kind of wrote in there to make the uh, the show uh, dramatic. But like I'm all the way in on the Wu Chang man. Like Ghostface, Ghostface hit RZA up. In the last episode, I seen Ghostface hit RZA up. And he was talking about combining the uh, Shaolin and the Wu-Tang style. So it was like forming a group. Because uh, over the phone, uh, RZA was in the studio. And he called him and played a track with uh, Jizza rapping, Meth, ODB. And he was like, only thing missing is you or whatever. And then Ghostface started uh, writing his raps and all the other stuff. So it looked like the Wu was forming. But got to wait and see, man. I don't know what they're doing with this, man. They better at least give me 15 episodes. If not, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be disappointed because it seemed like everything about the rush towards an ending, and I hope that's not the case. Uh, so we we'll, we'll see, but I'm definitely hooked hooked on the Wu Tang show, man. It's definitely great. They pulling out all of the punches. They doing what everything they need to do to keep the viewer engaged in the show. So um definitely excited to see what they do about that. And um like I said, I'm just I'm just fully I'm fully in on the Wu Tang man. Because what's today? I'm recording this today. Today Wednesday. So it's uh the the new episode out. So uh yeah I'm gonna go check that later. Matter of fact I'm gonna watch the Wu Tang series give me some Chinese food. I feel like that'll be fitting. I had some uh, Chinese food yesterday, too, but uh, I seen this new, um, I missed this little little meal that they had on the, uh, on the menu, so I'm going to fuck around with this uh, spicy chicken and spicy shrimp combo and watch the fucking Wu-Tang and hope and pray that I'm not let down, that this is not the final episode, and then we're going to be like, oh, you got to wait for season two, because I'm going to be highly pissed. Uh, speaking of TV shows and speaking of season two, I still got to finish season one, but seem they back with Castle Rock season two. A lot of people swore about uh, Castle Rock. I still got to finish uh, season one. Uh, I liked, from what I've seen, I liked season one, but I just never went back to it. But I got to get back in my bag, get back on my shows. Um, but yeah, man, ain't shit. Like I said, recording this today, it's a Wednesday, tomorrow, Halloween. I'm not really looking forward to it. Uh, up this way, it's supposed to rain, so um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, excuse me. Honestly, I'm over Halloween. That's what sucks. Like, my son, my oldest son, he's 11, so he still kind of want to do it. Uh, my youngest son, he three. Um, he probably, he really don't care, like, at the end of the day, he really don't care for real. Like he, like I said, if you've been listening to the uh, to the pod, podcast, uh, we still trying to figure out get a, an official diagnosis if he's uh, autistic or not. But all the signs are pointing to him having autism, so he's like he don't really care about that shit. Like another three year old might be excited and like want to get in their pockets as far as getting a costume and all the other shit. So and it's supposed to rain tomorrow too. So hopefully the rain. If I'm being completely honest, hopefully the rain washed this shit out. Because one thing you can't tell your wife is, hey, yeah, I ain't feeling this. Hey, hey, y'all go trick-or-treating while I sit here and watch this Thursday night football. Nah. Trick-or-treating, when you got a wife and two kids, trick-or-treating is definitely a fucking family affair. But 
hopefully it rains and cancel that shit out so then we can just buy some candy at the house. <laughs> that's, that's that's what I'm at to, man, honestly, at this age or at this point in my life, man. Let's get some candy, stay in the crib, throw on a scary movie, well, drink hot chocolate, make s'mores, some shit like that. But the whole going out getting candy, yeah, man. That shit whack. Like, Halloween started being whack like a long time ago. I don't even remember the last time I went trick-or-treating. Damn, I'm trying to think. I don't remember. Remember niggas used to go trick-or-treating and use the pillowcase as a... As the uh, as your candy bucket, <laughs> that shit was crazy. I, mean, I do one Halloween um, memory that I do have. I forget how old I was, but I was trick or treating over my grandma's house. I was with my sister, and uh, I was trick or treating back in Cincinnati. We was trick or treating on a trail. I remember uh, some older kid came, snatched my bag, and it ripped. And all my candy spilled out. I started crying, bro. That shit was a class. I remember my sister getting mad, throwing hands, man. That shit was, a, was a, that shit was funny. He was like, "Oh, I didn't know you was, you know, that was your little brother." That shit, that shit was funny, but that was, that's a vivid memory. I got a, a trick or treat. Somebody snatching my bag, and then I got a, a, another memory where. Uh, my mom just dressed me up as a fucking pirate and used an eyeliner for my mustache. Like, growing up, I remember having some bum-ass costumes. But, hey, man, these niggas did what they do. Was out in them streets just trying to get that candy. But as I progressed, man, I want to say maybe 12, 11, I stopped. But if if a nigga snatched my bag and I start crying, but I had to be at least about eight or nine. But that's a Halloween memory I do have, like, yeah, only thing I care about Halloween is just the movies. You know, I done seen them over and over again, but I'm a, I'm a sucker for scary movies. But, um, yeah, so hopefully that's what's going on tomorrow. I'm going to watch God be like, ooh, I'm about to, this shit going to say it's a 90% chance of rain. God going to be like, nah, my nigga, he was talking shit. Now I'm going to make this motherfucker sunny. <laughs> and now we're going to be out in the streets. But. It is what it is. This one, I'm about to take it for the team because it's just only certain shit that I've learned with being married is you got to pick your battles. And me wanting to stay in on Halloween and having her be mad and I got to hit the couch. I'm definitely, hey, man, I'm just going to throw my hands up and just see if I can find that bum ass, scary mask that they that I got last year. Just put it on and go out in these streets. But, hey, man, we're at least going to be out in this motherfucker for maybe 30 minutes to an hour at tops. Because I ain't trying to be no two-hour extravaganza, man. I had to take a quick sip of this. My mouth getting dry, but... But, yeah, man, fucking Halloween. And the funny thing about it, too, is I feel like she really don't want to go but it's my son putting the pressure on it. She still ain't even got this nigga costume. Talking about getting in this nigga costume tomorrow, and I think he want to be it. 
Like, where the fuck you gonna find an it costume or a, a Pennywise costume like the day before Halloween or the day of? Like, like, come on, man. Nobody was really that invested in Halloween. We didn't even have the costumes prepared, but that's neither here nor there, man. So, um, we, we'll we'll see how I play. I'll update y'all's update y'all to let y'all know how my uh, holiday uh, Halloween experience went. Also, man, just real quick, man, I just want to say uh, rest in peace to John Pops uh, Witherspoon. Yeah, I woke up uh, in the middle of the night to see the bad news. Uh, he passed away at uh, 77. Yeah, Pops was definitely a, a staple. And matter of fact, I got a chance to see him uh, this year, I believe, or maybe last year at the Funny Bone. And when he first came out, you know, he did his regular uh, pop stuff. You know, he did his, um, you know, he did his Friday bits and all the other shit. But then once he got like into his material and telling stories, like it was actually like a, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty funny. At first, I was kind of leery because I just thought he was gonna just go up there and do uh, pops, but he actually had uh, material that was uh, really funny. So I just want to send condolences and prayers to the Witherspoon family. And uh, yeah, we, we lost a legend, man. And, like growing up and seeing Pops, like uh, I thought like I thought he was, he was like one of them figures that was like going to live forever. But the yeah, only thing uh, that we can do right now is just uh, remember him the best way we can. And you know, so I'm going to probably watch some uh, Friday or some uh, matter of fact, I'm gonna probably watch Boomerang. You see his little sets, but yeah, rest in peace, prayers, and condolences to the Witherspoon family, man. With some sad shit. I wonder how they're gonna do the boom, the the re uh, the reboot of the Boondocks with uh, Pops uh, passing. Because with the reboot, um, I was hearing that uh, Aaron Magruder was gonna be back involved with it. So I don't know if they can find somebody that can do Pops' voice, or they just gonna scrap it. Uh, scrap it all together but hopefully we'll, we'll we'll see or hopefully they had it finished and he had some of laid down his vocals for you know a, a whole season but i guess i can jump on my googles and, and figure that out but yeah i just wanted to get that out of the way i ain't gonna say get it out of the way like that i don't want to be dismiss dismissive or disrespectful but i did just want to um address that as I know, last uh, podcast we kind of kind of got a little deep. I really, I don't know what type of mood I am, man. I don't, I don't really trying to get too deep, or yeah, I don't know, man. Shit, it should be funny to me too. Like I seen a, um, I seen a, an interview with uh, Tupac and. It best explains like my whole thought process about a lot of stuff. Because I think the interviewer said to him, like, oh, you know, you want to be a role model or something. And he said, nah, like, I'm not trying to be no role model. He said, I'm trying to be a real model. Because if you're one thing, like say if I'm if if I'm good all the time and I'm out here being a role model and you know, I'm just presenting myself as like never having no fuck ups. And then something happened and I fucked up. Then it's like, I'm going to get killed. And he said, what I want to do is just like be real. Like I go through shit. Like, you know, I fuck up. I do things. I get arrested, whatever. 
but it's like all the stuff that I'm doing is to show you not to make the same mistakes that I made. And I guess that's how I look. That's how I look at it. With nowadays, everybody got uh, with social media, everybody got some type of uh, a platform. And it's like, it's a lot of shit that I really don't speak on. Not that I don't care about it, but it's like, I don't have the answers. And it's like, I don't, I never want to present myself as a person that has the answers because I don't. Only thing I can do is give you my experiences and then move from there. But I really like that idea of being, <laughs> being a real model. Just like I fuck up. I fuck up a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, man, I'm I'm real. Like, that's the only thing I can say. And I hate to say that because I was just cracking on uh, Stephen Jackson for always saying that how he just keeps telling you how real he is. But, yeah, like, if you listen to this podcast, you're going to listen to this podcast. You're going to get, you know, I'm going to give you the day-to-day. You know, I'm going to talk about some current events and shit like that. But it's like, I don't fucking have the answers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to, only thing I can do is give you my experiences and then we can just move forward from there. But, yeah, I hate motherfuckers that, I hate motherfuckers that think they got all the answers, man. That shit be mad annoying, man, because don't nobody got all the answers. If somebody had all the answers, then shit, this this world we live in would be a better place. It would be less fucked up, but man, we'll figure that shit out as we keep going through this beautiful struggle, this thing that we call life. But yeah, I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to address that. I don't even consider, I guess I consider myself having a, a, a kind of a mini platform. Because I know some people, of course, like my niggas, they listen to this shit. And uh, some other people listen to this shit. So, I don't know. Man, my throat real dry today. I don't know. I'm up in this bitch sober again, too. I got the, I got the wild turkey. 101 at the crib, and I got some uh, Voodoo Rangers, so um, I'm gonna get back in my bag, because I know I owe y'all, I owe, I'm coming up on two mixes, like I said, I'm preparing, I'm, th- this mix that I'm coming back with, like I said, it's gonna be my R&B mix, but it's not gonna be a typical R&B mix, if that makes sense, now, you know, I'm getting into my bag, you know what I'm saying? So I've been listening to joints, been listening, been listening, been listening. So once I get this through right, I'm going to come back with this R&B mix for y'all, this long-anticipated mix. So shout-out to everybody that's waiting for the mix. The mix is coming soon. Trust me, this is probably going to be one of my best mixes I've ever done. And I just want to make sure I have the opportunity have everything set up right because I don't want to rush it. So you know, I felt like that last mix I threw out, I kind of rushed it. But um, that fucking shit ended up turning into fucking J Electronic Hour. But that's neither here nor there. But just let just let y'all know I got something in this. I got something in the stash. I'm definitely gonna be in my bag with this one. I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Matter of fact, I can't even wait to record it. This shit gonna be the most anticipated since Al Green. Yeah. I'm fucking getting into some sports real quick. 
ain't gonna hold y'all. Y'all see them fucking Lakers though. Anthony Davis the other night, yesterday at 40 and 20. Early in the season, three and one. I'm liking how I'm liking how the squad is uh fixing together. Um I think Rondo's still injured, Cools still injured, but I like the um I like the activity that they got on defense. Um so uh AD looked like he got a sore shoulder. So uh what's today? Wednesday, they don't play again until Friday. Uh I think they on the road against the Mavericks. So we definitely want to rest uh rest uh AD, rest AD up, get him right for this game. Just just cause uh the Dallas could be a potential uh, playoff team. They looking good with uh Luka Donick, which we uh call him step back, and they got uh KP the rape man out here. Uh, so both of them doing their thing. The fact that that KP rape shit got swept under the rug, but we know why it got swept under the rug. But that's neither here nor there. I don't want to get into further uh, details. But uh, step back and rape man looking uh, real good uh, right now. So that'd be that'd be an early season test just because they a playoff team. But um, and plus we on the road, so because um, I don't think they can. They don't have no. They don't have nothing for Anthony Davis. Um, matter of fact, they ain't really got nothing for uh, Bron, cause uh, great man, you not you not strong enough for uh, AD. So we we'll see how I go. I expect the Lakers a uh, victory. So definitely excited, man. And I'm I'm definitely I'm I'm glad that we got Anthony Marshawn Davis in the purple and gold. Like I said, man, we had to sacrifice them kids. It was a good sacrifice, man. Fuck them niggas, man. Like last year, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and Josh Hart averaged 36 and 14 combined. And AD already gave us 40 and 20. Fuck them kids, bro. Go Lakers. I don't even want to talk about. I don't even want to talk about it. Because I've been quiet on it, man. Y'all know it's one team out there. With a that seven and one, with a quarterback they said was washed up, and who's only in the MVP conversation. I don't even y'all y'all can do your googles to figure out what team that is. Seven and one in the NFC, and they have a quarterback that's in the MVP conversation. That's all y'all need to know. USC, we fucking fried out here. Uh, honestly, out there, there was, I, I think they had three losses. I don't even care no more. I think they did one. I think they may be four and three. They got snuck in on some Friday night game that came on at midnight that nobody cared about. So, yeah, I'm kind of, it's kind of off on USC football right now. I mean, hopefully we can get Urban Meyer or somebody in here because this fucking Clay Hell nigga ain't getting the job done. But, it's been an entertaining college football season so far. Uh, some news broke the other day with uh, NCAA, NCAA allowing the players to um, get paid off of their image and likeness. So hopefully we can get some uh, college football back and college basketball games back. As uh, soon as they say go, uh, they can have my money for both of their products. Um, so hopefully we'll get some news coming down the road. 
to see if those games actually come to fruition, especially with the new PS5 coming in the 2020. We still don't get no exact date, but they just said 2020 for the holiday season. So Sony, Sony can take my money and the NCAA, EA, whoever dropping the game. Y'all can take my money as well. No questions asked. Also, as I'm recording this, I'm poor as fuck. Apple just uh, released, uh, well, they should be dropping tomorrow, I believe, the uh, AirPods Pro. So I definitely got to cop them shits. I'm out here recording this on some peasantry regular uh, AirPods. But um, I'm going to stop being a broke nigga and get the uh, get the AirPods Pro. Yeah, anytime Apple come out with the iPhone or uh, AirPods, they can just have my money. And it's like, I don't care that, I don't care what other products had or what other products doing. Apple, you can have my money. Sony, you can have my fucking money. But uh, what else? I did take some time out, listen to that bum-ass Kanye album, Jesus is King. Now, the reason that I'm saying it's a bum-ass album is not because of the content. Like, the album, to me, just doesn't feel like anything. And how can you make a gospel album that doesn't feel like anything, regardless of the of the content, regardless of the dumb shit he's saying? To me, the album just didn't feel, feel like anything. Um, it's funny to me, like, we always equate gospel with soul, with feelings, and everything like that, emotion. When you rush to get fucking Kenny G, come on, son. Fuck out of here with that shit, bruh. It's just, it, it was just, it was just a bad album. Like, his raps wasn't there. The production was hit and miss. The mix of the album sounded uh, terrible. Um, yeah, it, it was just, a, it was just a trash, bad album, regardless of the content. Like I said, it didn't, it didn't make me feel anything. And the album overall didn't uh, feel like anything. And uh, like I said, I think it was a, a definitely a bad choice of you finally going to bring the clips back together. You're going to bring them back with Kenny G. Like, come on. Come on, Kanye. Um, I'm just sitting here shaking my head right now. If y'all can see me, it was, a, it was that's kind of what I balls for. It's like. Because I'm not even the biggest fan of uh, gospel music per se, and I know some big records like were actually like gospel tracks that turned into um, you know people just flip gospel tracks. But I know certain gospel songs like that I hear that I feel, you know what I'm saying? It's outside of the content, but it'll make me feel something. And um, like I said, this album just it just has no feel to it at all. And and it's not. And it's coming from a person that liked his previous album. Like, I like the Ye album. Like, people, I get killed for liking the Ye album. But I thought it had some, I thought it had some jams on there. But uh, this shit right here, this ain't got no fucking jams on it at all. So I'm giving this fucking album uh, two thumbs down. I still haven't listened to that Summer Walker album. I'm just not a fan of Summer Walker, so I'm probably not even... Yeah, I'm probably not gonna listen to it at all. Like she, yeah, she don't fit my, she don't fit my my R and B mold that I like. Like I like certain R and B from certain types of women, and 
it's just, it's just not my bag. Like I heard nothing but uh, great things about it, but yeah, I'm probably not gonna listen to it. Like it's kind of annoying to me. I don't know why. But yeah, man, I ain't really got shit else to really talk about. Um, this episode forty one. Life of Flacco, shout out Night Town, shout out the big homie. Matter of fact, man, the long-awaited conversation with the big homie is needed, so we're going to talk about that. Matter of fact, man, we, we got a lot of shit uh, be- before I go. Like, I ain't going to hold y'all too long, but um, it's it's a lot of ideas and shit that we got in the tuck that we never did. That, um, let me see if I can uh, get this shit popping, but uh, on that note, I'm out. It's your boy Flacco. Life of Flacco, episode 41. Yeah. Peace.